Psalm 51 verses 10 to 12, it says here, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me with a willing spirit. Panginoon, we are taking the time to pause, just to reconnect with you, just to find our rest in you, just to align our hearts to you. Lord, would you help us? Would you lead us? Would you guide us? Lord, we offer Lord God, this time to you, Lord, bless the preaching of your word. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for leading us into all truth. Excited kami to encounter you and be changed by you and be used by you to bring about change to the world around us. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Wow, praise God. Um, good evening, everyone. Welcome to our online youth service. I'm so glad that you tuned in and you joined us. And kung first time mo uh, sumali sa amin ngayon, we just want to connect with you uh, and introduce you to our church community. So comment ka naman below and we will reach out to you. So we are actually at the tail end of our series titled Pause. So bakit ba Pause? Ano ba yung goal ng series na to? Uh, we have actually realized that the world may be on a standstill, but the people have actually um, become more restless physically, emotionally, mentally, and even spiritually. And in this time of great unrest, there is a greater urgency to take moments to pause in order for us to care for our souls and to constantly reconnect with God. And for the past few weeks, uh, we've been looking at certain Psalms written by King David uh, during his troubled times and as we are looking into those psalms hopefully na inspire tayo no to value our relationship with God more than anything and uh, tonight we will talk about what it means to pause to realign with God so ano ba ibig sabihin ng pause diba pag sinabing pause ibig sabihin temporarily you stop a certain activity temporarily you pause and because you need to attend to something important you need to attend to something or to someone who is important, we pause for what is important. So, try to imagine with me, sobrang glued ka dun sa pinapanood mo na k-drama, but eventually narinig mo yung sigaw, no? Hindi sigaw nung pinapanood mo, sigaw ng nanay mo. Inuutusan ka, you need to stop what you're doing by all means, just to attend to someone who is more important, which is your mom. Who is your mom? Another thing, no? imagine mo sobrang glued ka dun sa Mobile Legends na nilalaro mo. Makawasak na yung tore, marinalo na kayo. No? But eventually, naamoy mo, nasusunog yung sinaing. Diba? And by all means, you need to stop just to be able to attend to that. <laughs> or ito, no? so talagang um, sobrang um, yung focus, yung attention mo dun sa kausap mo, sa, ka, sa ka-chat mo, kasi crush mo, di ba? Pero eventually, narinig mo yung parents mo, tatawag ka, because it's time for dinner. So by all means, you need to stop to attend to something that is more important, to attend to someone who is more important. And um, uh, one reason why we need to pause, because we need to realign with God. Pag sinabing realign, ibig sabihin, something was put out of line and kailangan natin ibalik. And I remember this um, instance wherein uh, several years ago, uh, a former Victory Malate staff offered to teach me how to drive. So, during our lunch break, punta kami sa Makapagal and sinasabi niya sa akin, no, no, hawak ko na yung manibela. Enrico, no matter what happens, stay on your lane. No matter what happens, stay on your lane. 
Ito ako, hindi ko alam ginagawa ko. So, ito yung first lane, ito yung second lane. Guess what kung nasan ako? Mag-start ako dito, eventually mapupunta ako sa gitna. <laughs> Mag-start ako dito, eventually mapupunta ako sa gitna. I was always out of lane. And I remember uh, kung gaano kami tao ng tao, but at the same time, kinakabahan. Kasi it's dangerous whenever you are out of your lane. It could endanger your life or the people you are with or the people na pwedeng mahit mo or ma-accidente ka, madamay mo. And I believe the same is true when it comes to our walk with God. Whenever we are misaligned in our walk with God, it's dangerous. It could either endanger us, it could either hurt us or the people around us. But praise God for making it possible for us to be realigned through Christ. So why do we need to have this realignment with God? Why do we need to be realigned with God? It's because of this. Sin has actually misaligned us from God. And we can't keep going and just pretend that nothing is wrong. We need to deliberately take some time to pause, uh, face the facts, be honest with ourselves, and admit to the wrong that we have committed, just like King David, and have that desire to be realigned with God. And um, in, in Psalm 51, King David wrote this during one of the darkest moments in his life. Yes, King David, alam ko, high praises tayo sa kanya. He's one of the heroes of the faith that we consider. He defeated um, the giant by the name of Goliath. Pero there's this particular giant that has actually defeated him at one moment in his life. And that giant is sin. And uh, you can read uh, the backstory in 2 Samuel chapter 11 and 12. So, ito si David. Nakita niya si Bathsheba, a beautiful woman uh, who's already married. But then, he lusted towards her. And then, one thing led to another. Um, it led to adultery, him committing sexual sins with Bathsheba. Eventually, nagbunga yung, yung sin na ginawa niya, nabuntis si Bathsheba. And so, King David, trying to cover up for all of his sins, he tried to uh, plot uh, the killing of the husband of Bathsheba, si Uriah, which which happens to be one of David's loyal servants. So grabe talaga, from one thing to another, from one thing to another. And so God um, sends, a, sends a prophet by the name of Nathan, and this prophet rebuked David, uh, he confronted David, and David um, comes to his senses, repents, and then he writes Psalm 51. So in all of this, no, as you read Psalm 51, um, here's an observation. May kita mo yung words na sin, transgression, and iniquity. So daan na lang natin mabilis what it means. Una, the word sin came from the word hamartia. Ibig sabihin ito, to miss the mark. So imagine, no, in archery, there's this target or the bull's eye that you are trying to hit. And imagine that represents God's standards. For example, um, living a life of purity and holiness. But every time you try to hit God's standard, every time you try to, to hit that goal, you fall short. That's sin. So pangalawa, transgression. Ibig sabihin ito, intentionally disobey. You cross the line deliberately. You rebel or you break the law. So halimbawa, no, alam natin sa classroom may batas, ba? Bawal lumabas. Pero kahit alam mo ng bawal, because of this transgression, you deliberately broke the law. Transgression. ba? You cross the line. You intentionally disobey. Lastly, iniquity. This is 
um, more deeply rooted, it means to continue without repentance. Kaya nga, it's premeditated. Ibig sabihin, pinag-isipan, pinagplanuan. It's continuing. Wala kang planuhin to. And it's escalating. It leads from one to another. And we saw that in the account of David. And in all of this, no, whether that is sin, whether that's transgression, whether that's iniquity, lahat yon na mention ni King David. Alam ko, lahat tayo. Ako, nakaka-relate din ako dun. At one point or another. And uh, in 2 Samuel chapter 11, verse 27, sabi dito, The thing David had done displeased the Lord. Just like David. Whether that is sin, whether that's transgression, or iniquity, we all have done something that is displeasing to the Lord. So sin has misaligned us from God. We need to pause and realign with God. So what are the things that we can learn from this Psalm 51 that King David wrote? Things that we can consider as we pause to realign with God. So I made an acrostic. Yes, Ellie. <laughs> Nagtititili yung anak ko dun, no? So I made this acrostic um, Pause, diba? P-A-U-S-E. Uh, hopefully, we can apply it no? as we take some time to pause and realign with God. So, una, P. Posture of humility. Sabi sa verse 1, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. According to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Asking for mercy means that the person asking is acknowledging that he is lesser and he is subject to the other person's authority. David's plea for mercy is a ref reflection of his posture of humility. His posture of humility before God. And if we want to be realigned with God, it starts with humility. In another passage, sabi doon, God opposes the proud, but He gives grace to the humble. Letter A, acknowledge our sins. In verse 2, sabi ito, Against you and you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight so that you may be justified with your words in your words and blameless in your judgment. Sabi ni King David, Against you and you only have I sinned. Um, does that, this mean that David did not sin against uh, Bathsheba and Uriah? Certainly not. David has clearly wronged those people. But in this particular passage, uh, David is simply acknowledging that ultimately he has sinned against the Holy God. It is him admitting that above all he has hurt God the most. And it is uh, David's way of acknowledging that above all, God is the ultimate judge of all the sins that he has committed. So here's my encouragement for all of us. Let us ask the Holy Spirit to search our hearts. Let us ask God if there are things in our lives, things that we have engaged ourselves in that has hurt our relationship with God. And as we recognize and acknowledge it, I hope that we will find the grace to bring it to God and ask for forgiveness. So, pangatlo, understand God's heart. In verse 10, sabi doon, Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a right spirit within me. Verse 12, Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. Every time we take some time to pause, to realign with God, it's very important that we understand God's heart for us. Because the, the tendency is that 
um, the enemy will throw a lot of lies just to hinder us um, from repenting and going to God. Oh, ganyan ba talaga ang Christian? Oh, sinabi pa talaga ni ganyan. But I hope that we will understand God's heart for you and for me. God's heart is for us to be restored. God's heart is for us uh, to have that um, renewed spirit for us to have that clean heart. God's heart is to cleanse us. God's heart is to purify us. God's heart is for us to start anew. If we will understand God's heart for us, then all the more we will be motivated to draw towards Him, just like King David. God's heart is to create in us a clean heart. God's heart is to renew a right spirit within us. God's heart is to restore to us the joy of our salvation. Yes, yung salvation natin di mawawala. But sometimes, whenever we sin, sin robs us of the joy that we have in Christ. God's heart is to restore to us that, that salvation. God's heart is to uphold, to uphold us, to sustain us with a willing spirit to honor Him. Letter S. Seek repentance over performance. Seek repentance over performance. Verse 17 says, The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite hand, heart. O God, you will not despise. A broken spirit and a, a contrite heart. Ibig sabihin lang nito, repentant tayo. Ibig sabihin nito, um, it's not just about performing a religious duty. It's not about faking it. It's not just about going through the motions. It, it means we have an authentic, genuine desire for our relationship with God to be restored. Every time we, we go back to God, do we have that repentant heart? Uh, I like the message version. Sabito, going through the motions doesn't please you. A flawless performance is nothing to you. I learned God worship when my pride was shattered. Heart shattered lives ready for love. Don't for a moment escape God's notice. But more than um, what we can bring to the table, more than a religious duty that we can perform, more than a service that we can offer, God is after our hearts. A broken and contrite spirit, a repentant heart. Seek repentance over performance. Lastly, letter E. Engage the lost. Um, in verse 14, no, 13 to 15, sabi, Then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners will return to you. Wow. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God, O God of my salvation, and my tongue will sing aloud of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise. I like uh, this part because um, as King David encounters God's love, encounters God's forgiveness, He's being transformed and His desires, Lord, gamitin mo ako so that other sinners will also go back to you. Other people, the lost sons and daughters of yours, will bounce back to you. Lord, use me as your mouthpiece. Use me to point those people to you. I will teach them. I will, I will disciple these people. And that's my prayer for all of us. As we take the time to pause, to be realigned with God. Part of that is that, that having that desire, having that sense of mission to engage the lost for His glory.
So in summary, before we close, um, how can we pause and realign with God? Letter P, I have a posture of humility. Letter A, acknowledge our sins before God. Letter you understand God's heart for you and for me. His heart to restore us, His heart to renew us, His heart to cleanse us. Uh, letter S, seek repentance over performance. In going before God, let us see to it that we have that repentant heart, that brokenness, that knowing that we have broken His very heart. Letter E, engage the lost as we understand His grace, His love towards us, that we can help but um, be overwhelmed, that we will overflow and we can help but to share that to other people who are in need of Him, that we will disciple and reach out to the lost and point them to God. Um, let me pray for all of us. Lord, maraming maraming salamat po. Thank you for reminding us, Lord God, that while it was impossible for us left to ourselves to realign with you thank you for sending your son jesus christ to die on the cross for all of us he defeated that giant called sin that we can never overcome left to ourselves he conquered sin he defeated sin and gave us the power to rise up to overcome as well and i pray that even as we close the series, Lord God, as we have our time of worship in preparation for communion. Holy Spirit, Lord, mangusap po kayo sa amin. Lord, search our hearts. Lord, we honor you and we give you praise. In Jesus' name. So, we will be having our communion. Um, please prepare your hearts. Already the communion elements. Communion is our way to remind ourselves of the finished work of Christ at the cross. That there is a Savior who paved the way so that we can be realigned with God. That's all in attitude of worship as the music team leads us into worship. During our time of worship, um, naalala ko lang tong passages na to. Uh, verse uh, 1 and 2 of Psalm 51. Have mercy on me, O God. According to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy. Sino dito, yun din yung prayer mo. Na, God, have mercy on me. Mahawa ka sa akin. Extend your kindness, your abundant mercy, your steadfast love. No matter kahit gaano ko kasama, kahit gaano ako napalayo sa'yo, kahit gaano ako karebelde, unfaithful sa'yo, Lord, have mercy on me. Sino dito yun yung prayer mo. And in verse 2, sabi doon, uh, in verse 1 and 2, sabi doon, Black out my transgressions. In verse 2, Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. That's our prayer, isn't it? That our transgressions, our iniquities, our sins will be dealt with. That God's mercy will be extended to us. Alam nyo, naalala ko si Jesus. Because the ultimate expression of this, God showed to us at the cross. Jesus Christ, by His ultimate sacrifice, He paved a way for us to be realigned with God. He cleansed us from our sins. He, he, he satisfied the punishment our sins deserved. He took our place. He made a way for us to be restored in our walk with God. And before we go to our communion, I just want to pray for some of you. Kung yun yung prayer mo, 
communion prayer mo, for God to continue to extend His mercy to you. For God to blot out your sins, purify you from your sins. I want to pray with you. We will, we will look to Jesus. Let me pray for you. Lord, um, I pray for my brothers and sisters. Lord God, who, re, who recognizes, recognizes how much they have fallen away from you. Who recognizes how much they have rebelled against you. How much they have wronged you. Lord, thank you that there is a way for us to be reconciled to you by virtue of what Christ has accomplished for us at the cross. Lord, thank you for the assurance of that mercy, of that abundant and steadfast love available for them through Christ. So Lord, right now, Lord God, would you touch them? Would you minister to them? Would you assure them of your love? To those who do not have a relationship with you yet, maaari kilala lang nila yung pangalan mo, pero wala silang personal na relasyon sa'yo, I pray that they will find the grace to surrender their lives to you and have you, Jesus, as their Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name. Now, if you are one of those people who prayed that prayer, we want to connect with you. Please message us. Um, make QR code sa screen nyo. So, um, o kaya comment kayo sa comment section. We will connect with you. Now, for our uh, communion time, um, let me read our verse, our passage in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. It says here, For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's uh, pray for the bread. Lord, um, we are reminded, Lord God, that at the cross, your body was broken so that we can be made whole. And Lord, we remember that today and we are grateful. And even as we partake of this bread, Lord God, by faith, we are claiming that wholeness that you have purchased for us at the cross. I speak wholeness to everyone who's listening right now. We may be broken by sin, but because of your finished work at the cross, there's the promise of restoration. There's the promise of wholeness. And we receive it right now by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's partake of the bread. Verse 25, in the same way, also he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Let's pray for the cup. Lord, thank you for the new covenant that we have in you. Lord, you said in your word that without the shedding of the blood, there can be no forgiveness of sins. But today, 
we are being reminded that forgiveness is possible because of your finished work at the cross. As we partake of this, Lord God, by faith, we are claiming that forgiveness made available to us. And to those of us who are feeling ashamed, who are in guilt or feeling a sense of condemnation because of certain things that we have committed against you, thank you for healing them. Thank you for assuring them of your forgiveness. Thank you for your promise, Lord God. You said that there's now no condemnation to those who are in Christ. Lord, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Let's partake of the cup. Lord, um, thank you for another opportunity to worship you, another opportunity to know you. Thank you, Lord. I pray that even as we close this series, Lord God, that we will have that lifestyle, Lord God, of taking moments to pause just to find rest in you, just to reconnect with you, just to be realigned with you knowing and understanding and experiencing the gospel and sharing that love and sharing that gospel that message of reconciliation to the world that is in need of you committing you po kami we honor you and we give you praise in jesus name we pray amen god bless you guys thank you for tuning in see you again next week